Halloween. Mystery lurks around every corner. Bundle up with Disney Plus and Hulu. What are you scared of? The dark. It's spine-tingling fun on Disney Plus with Haunted Mansion and Goosebumps. I'm going to need you to spread the word. Then feel the bone-chilling terror on Hulu with the Boogeyman and American Horror Story Delegate. Something's happening to me. The Disney Bundle with Hulu and Disney Plus. All of these and more streaming this month. Plans starting at $9.99 a month. 18 plus only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. Instacart helps you get beer and wine delivered in as fast as an hour. So, whether you need to fill the cooler for tailgate season or fill your glass for Pinot by the fire season, you can save time by getting fall sips delivered in just a few clicks. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 or over for alcohol delivery where available. Instacart. Add life to cart. Hey, good evening, everybody in Sharks territory, South East Sharks fans. What's going on? I am Aaron James, your host of Shark City and Filter, the official podcast of Shark City Hockey, a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. And today we return to our original scheduled slot, typically coming to you guys late night here in Sharks territory. Usually have the last word in Sharks territory. Pardon me, over here at Shark City Hockey. So um, if you're wondering why we're getting together, so late, close to the midnight hour, that's because the season is literally, it's like less than 48 hours away. The South East Sharks are going to be facing the Vegas Golden Knights at the SAP Center. Shark Tank is going to see some hockey action the first time since the spring. I am so excited. If you haven't had a chance to buy tickets now, do so. Join the party. By all means, be there. Be there and let's cheer our guys on. All right. Um, obviously I'm, I'm stoked without saying, it goes without saying that, you know, I will be there. So, you know, be able to look out for members of Shark City Hockey throughout the entire season. Um, we'll be there. All right. So I'm thrilled. I really am. I'll just admit it. All right. Took advantage of that breakaway pass this year and, um, I'm going to try it out. We'll see how it is. If you don't know what that is, 89 bucks, it's like a subscription, monthly subscription. I get the first seven games for $89. So all the preseason games, um, all the games in October with the promotions, I highly recommend checking out Sharks fans. Um, definitely definitely was intrigued and thought it was a deal worth taking advantage of this season. All right, enough of me and my personal, um, you know, um, fandom going on here. Let's talk about the, your San Jose Sharks, all right? So uh, today's episode, we're going to preview um, the preseason schedule that's about to begin on Sunday, and uh, we'll also – kind of talk about some of Mike Greer's comments. He has some choice words to say on day two of training camp and yesterday, as a matter of fact. So we're going to go to general manager Mike Greer's, um, you know, sharing, you know, his uh, state of mind and, you know, how he's approaching the veterans this year in terms of like re-signing, uh, what he feels about the rebuild and, you know, how he feels about some of our, um, you know, key star players here, you know, long-term Sharks, um, Logan Couture and Tomas Hurdle. 
Uh, but before all that, let's talk about trading cap. All right. So that's what's current. Uh, today's day two is Friday. So we've had two days of sharks trading cap already going down here in San Jose. As mentioned in the previous episode, they are broken down in three groups. They're rotating uh, the squads and the uh, scrimmage that goes on between groups A, B, and C throughout the uh, weekend. So uh, day three of training cap, I believe, is um, commences tomorrow, same time, 9 a.m., uh, 9.50 scrimmage, um, 11 and 12, I believe. Anyways, also starting tomorrow is the uh, Sharks touring the Bay Area. So be sure to, you know, be at the Oak Ridge Mall if you're in San Jose or, you know, check out uh, the Ice Center over there in Oak Ridge. If, I mean, Oakland, if you're in Oakland, and then they're going to be hitting up a spot in Livermore as well. Uh, but again, we're talking training camp now. So um, here we are. All the newest San Jose Sharks players are finally here in the city, and they are skating at Sharks Ice right next door to the TechCU Arena. Um, so obviously the players to watch in this camp for the new Sharks is Anthony Duclair, Mike Hoffman, John Ruda, Mackenzie Blackwood, Michael Brown, Phillips Zadina. We are obviously keeping our eyes on the likes of Musty, Caglioni, um, Bordalo, Eklund, uh, Mukamadula, uh, so on and so forth, right? So we have the veterans and some of the newly minted Sharks, and then some of the guys are projected to be on the squad in a couple of seasons. Um, but what I really want to focus on really quick here, and I know, you know, this kind of like is going to start off like kind of maybe taking some of the steam out of, uh, you know, out of this uh, program right off the, the bat, but it goes without saying, you know, before training camp even began, uh, news dropped that, Captain Logan Couture was not participating in the training camp, let alone, you know, he. It's it seems like, you know, there is no real projection from when he'll be back suited up with the Sharks. But a long story short is uh, apparently he suffered a lower body injury. Apparently it was a progressive injury. It was something that just kind of built up to eventually him not being able to take part in training camp. Um, it's not really a big concern to the captain. Um, so... Uh, let's just go into that really quick here. Um, so Couture talked to the San Francisco Chronicle and told them that the injury happened over the summer while he was training. Um, of course, Logan Couture, not just being the captain, you know, he's a 34-year-old. He's um, he's slotted to be top six, you know, that second-line center. So that's going to open up a lot of questions for people in training camp. Uh, for those who are looking like at Bordalo and other um, other Sharks looking to, you know, make that top six, uh, top six forward group. But uh, back to Logan Couture and what he had to say about the injury, because I thought that was important, is uh, he says it's not ideal, and I quote, it sucks. I wish I was out there with the guys. It's tough watching. I hate watching. I want to play. I want to be a part of every day the guys are out there. But we are fortunate. I think that it happened now so I could get back. And right now we're not playing yet, so the goal is to not miss any games, and that's all I'm focused on right now, end quote. And that was Captain Logan Couture. So, you know, right away, you know, all, all this buzz, all this hype, all this momentum going into the first day of San Jose Sharks training camp. And before, before you know, the party begins, it's like, you know, you had your media day. And then the next day, it's like, you know, you get the news of the captain being out. Um, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> for those of us who are hoping and praying that this isn't going to be another freaking season of what all, you know, the whole entire world is determined is determined to condition fans in Sharks territory. Like, they just want us to accept that the Sharks are going to tank. I'm not buying it, baby. Talk to me again in February, all right? Come to trade deadline. You know, we'll see where they are then, and then we'll talk about that. But anyways, 
I, I firmly believe that the Sharks have what it takes, you know, to, to win and be competitive. Now, as I shared on the last, uh, the previous episodes, um, obviously I was talking about Logan Couture and Tomas Hurdle being ones to kind of like lead that charge. So, you know, to my surprise, it was pretty, um, pretty out there to hear Mike Greer. So let's go into some of his comments now uh, to hear Mike Greer kind of talk about trading, uh, you know, like being open to trading those two players, uh, Tomas uh, Hurdle and Logan Couture. Um, yeah. Again, I just feel like the world is trying to condition Sharks fans to just accept the fact that you guys are going to, you know, quote unquote, be one of the worst teams in the league. Again, I'm not buying it. Um, I honestly feel, and if I just, you know, a little sidebar here, a little side note, I just honestly feel that this storyline for the Sharks is going to end up either two ways, okay? Like all this noise, all this, all this like projections of, you know, a massive points and where they're going to be in the standings and where they're going to land in the drop in the draft lottery. I think that's just leading to two things. Either A, it's going to, you know, we're going to take the hockey world, you know, by surprise and then, you know, be competitive and, you know, prove everybody all the naysayers wrong out there. Not we, I'm not on the squad, but you know, I'm talking about the devoted diehard loyal fan. So, you know, I feel like I'm a part of that squad. So pardon me if I say we, but I mean, they, the Saudi Sharks, I feel like they have what it takes to be competitive. And all this noise is kind of like, you know, of it's kind of like, um, a distraction, if you will. It's like trying to make you like either believe that they're going to be horrible. So when they do go out there and shine and they go out there and they stunt all over these fools in the NHL, you know, it's going to look like, wow, they, they risen to glory. You know, it's going to be like this great story. Or maybe that's just my hope, right? My dream. Or, or B, you know, um, quite frankly, it's like they're just saying, hey, um, if they do lose and tank and have one of the worst teams in franchise history again, then, you know, it's like, hey, we primed you, we conditioned you, we kind of let you already know, you know, that that's going to happen. Before training camp. Anyways, my bad. I get off that soapbox real quick. Uh, so let's go back to training camp. I want to be bouncing around here today. Um, and thank you to everybody who's watching on uh, YouTube and Facebook. If you are watching on those two platforms, by all means, drop a comment in the comment section. We can interact and talk until uh, together. Otherwise, if you're watching on X, the app formerly known as Twitter, by all means, what you usually do, just kick back and enjoy the show. I highly encourage you, though, if you're watching on YouTube, to subscribe, all right? I know that a lot of you out there watching, all right? You all get, you know, subscribe. It's all good. Just follow along, all right? Be a part of the show. Um, but training cap, all right? So players to watch, obviously, the new guys, Duclair, Hoffman, Ruda, Blackwood, uh, Zadina, etc. Um, I'm looking for Thomas Borderlaw, really, I'm especially with this whole low control injury. So, you know, try to have everything go full circle here. Um, you know, regardless of Couture comes back at the beginning of the season or not, you know, David Quinn, as a head coach, has to prepare, right? He has to be open-minded for, you know, um, filling that vacancy. And he already said that essentially that, um, you know, if that was to occur, and let me get, just get the quote here. Um, he said that Granlin, who was acquired um, as part of that, you know, trade for Eric Carlson over the summer, um, that he will remain a center for the foreseeable future with uh, Logan Couture unavailable. And, um, you know, apparently Couture will be evaluated in the next couple of days. By the way, all these quotes are coming from Sounds of Mercury News. So, hit, uh, you know, hat tip to Chris Bichelka. Just want to, you know, show some love out there and let, him, um, let everyone know where I'm getting this from. I always, I always love to get my information from my local Sounds of New, uh, Mercury newspaper. Um, no cap. Like, that's how I got my uh, content for, and my news from San Jose when I was growing up as a young man and as a Sharks fan. And that's how I still get it now. Um, 
but and I quote, and I think everybody here knows Couture means uh, what Couture means to our team on and off the ice, and he'll be sorely missed if he's not able to start the season with us. But it'll give an opportunity to somebody else. That's head coach David Quinn. I believe that was today. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of sucks that Couture is down. But honestly, I think that's going to be pretty uh, pretty unique opportunity for Thomas Bordalo. Okay, all of us want Thomas Bordalo to be on the main roster. But the reality of the situation is, is that um, per cap friendly, 17 of our fours right now on our training cap would require waivers if they were to be sent down to the minors, to the AHL, to whatever, right? And, um, you know, a lot of these guys are, are okay, whether you agree, whether you agree with, you know, the direction that the Sounds of Sharks coaches or the GMs or whatever are taking with, you know, the development plan with our prospects, uh, bottom line is that if these process, you know, some of these guys um, and, you know, some of our deaths, that is, uh, you know, some clubs will thirst after. That's what I'm trying to get at. So uh, there's a big risk, you know, uh, if, if we have, you know, all this talent that is uh, would require waivers. Because that for those of you who are unaware out there, if you have to go through a waiver, that means that if you want to send a player down from your main roster, being the Sounds of Sharks, to like the AHL, the Barracuda, uh, they would essentially have to, like, pass through every team and everyone essentially could call dibs on that player. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, 17 forwards, according to, uh, to cat friendly who would require a waiver and um, yeah. Um, at least, at least a dozen of those players would be on another roster without a doubt. Um, given, you know, um, you know, what we pay for them now, you know, just, it, it would be a win for any team to, you know, swoop up on our, on our squads. Uh, anyways, um, so what does that mean? That means that, you know, Sharks are going to have to have to make an option, right? Who are you going to keep on that main roster uh, line? And William Eklund, without a doubt, he, you know, he's – unless he gives any reason for them not to, to be in there, uh, you know, he's going to be on our main roster. Um, so that's why Thomas Bortolo's kind of future's kind of been a little bit in question, not like in a negative way, but whether or not he'll, he'll make it to the main roster this year because of that fact that, you know, if he – for some reason, Coach Quinn decides that, you know what, um, it's not gelling, the chemistry's not there, or he's going to be like, a, you know, essentially he could be a healthy scratch because you don't, if he's on the main squad and he's rolling with you, you don't want to send him to AHL, right? Um, but yeah, long story short is uh, with this vacancy at the second uh, center position, it seems as if, you know, Thomas Bordelow can try to force the hands of the coaching staff to try to keep him online. Uh, are you know on the main roster, but um, you know only time will tell. So that's going to be, in my opinion, this training camp, this preseason. Thomas Bortolo, he's going to be more one of the more intriguing storylines out there. Obviously, who's the top defensive pair is without a doubt something that we've been asking throughout the summer. Um, I believe that was a conversation that I was kind of having out there with uh, Chris Michelka last time I was on the show. But uh, long story short is, you know, is Mara Ferraro going to rise to the occasion? You know, you keep hearing Vlasic's name getting some shade thrown on it. I think today there are some people out there trying to, like, again, like, uh, you know, bring uh, his contract to light. And, and anyways, um, bottom line is this, all right? Um, the Sharks are going to have to find who those defensive guys are. I'm putting my money on Ruda only because, you know, he's already well, – he went to, like, three Stanley Cups, right, if I'm not mistaken. So, um you know, now speaking of that, let's circle back to Mike Greer. So let's talk about the veterans here. Uh, so let's talk about Mike Greer's comments that he's uh, made in the past couple of days. 
Uh, very, very unique and interesting uh, comments here. So uh, he made comments about, you know, his um, how he would feel about trading some vets, uh, vets specifically Logan Couture and Tomas Hurdle. And he also talked about re-signing some of our pending uh, unrestricted fee agents coming up this offseason, uh, like Alexander Barabanov. Um, so let me just pull that up here really quick so I can make sure you're, uh, I'm going to do all the good information here. So let me see my notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So really quick. Okay. I just want to react to this before I share uh, the share the information. Actually, you know, that's, that's kind of backwards. Let's go the first way. Um, so Mike Greer was asked about, you know, whether or not he'd be open to trading them. Essentially I'm paraphrasing here, but I want to quote them. And I quote from their personality to the leadership, to their worth ethic and just the general good people that they are. It's great to have them around, but like I did when I first got the job, I check in with them a lot. And if they, and if there ever were to come a time when they felt they, like they needed or wanted to go somewhere else, it's definitely something I will listen to. And if it made sense for us, I'll explore it. End quote. That right there was uh, Mike Greer. As a matter of fact, let's add a little bit more in that quote. Uh, but as of right now, I'm happy that they're part of our group. End quote. All right. So that was general manager Mike Greer. Okay. Now let me give you my reaction as a Sharks fan. What really strikes me about this is, I mean, it's not shocking. Um, probably the timing of the question, and maybe that quote isn't right considering what's going on low in control, which I kind of am lightweight feeling like, does he really have a lower body injury? I mean, the guy just had a kid. Last time um, Hurdle had a baby, he found himself uninjured. I'm starting to get a little sus and thinking that, like, you know, um, week-to-week or day-to-day injuries is more like the NHL's version of paternal leave. Just messing around, uh, just trying to throw some some light to the situation. You know, that's our captain, and, and you know, I really hope he's a speedy recovery. Obviously, he's had a history of lower body injuries. Um, something that kind of is uh, reminiscent of like what went down in New Jersey during the practice. So a lot of us Sharks fans know about that. You know, with the Achilles. So uh, I really hope that it's nothing like that. I hope nothing was reaggravated during his offseason training, trying to build up. But you know, more than likely, our captain wants to spend some time with his kid. Uh, I'm just messing. But no, uh, best of luck to you uh, and congratulations by the way, Logan Short. Now back to Mike Greer. Um, <laughs> uh, he's so him talking about trading vets is nothing new. You know, he shows up, Burns, Meyer, Carlson, right. It's a little shocking to hear Couture and Hurdle's names out there because from my understanding, and I quote, okay, this was like not too long ago, all right? And um, I believe the Sounds of Sharks even have this post and quote pinned on their Instagram. But Lil Couture said, I love San Jose. I was drafted here, obviously. This is my home. I want to be here. I want to be a shark. I want to turn this thing around. There's nothing that would make me happier than bringing this team back to the playoffs, end quote. That's Captain Lil Couture. Um, so I think the general um, – the general notion here is that Mike Greer is still being consistent. He's still having uh, open door policy for essentially that's what I call it for the uh, Sharks players like, you know, Burns, who essentially, you know, just told him this isn't working like to explore something different. But um, I'm again, this is just my reaction. It doesn't shock me. He says it about Couture, but what it shocks me really is that he said about Tomas Hurdle, because last year, if you all remember, Tomas Hurdle was the exclusive name dropped that was off limits would never reach the trade block like everyone was on the block with the exception of Tomas Hurdle so kind of strange I want to know what's changed I really want to know what's changed and I'm not like you know insinuating anything you know lurking and you know like anything negative whatever I'm just simply wondering like you know um again (laughs) um you know 
I feel like these two guys would definitely be the veterans to help lead the surge or the resurgence here in San Jose. Um, but to hear those two names be um, so early, like during training camp, be mentioned in like trade talks, uh, it kind of makes you again wonder, like you know, if if Mike Greer would explore it, um, you know, then maybe possibly, you know, without those two guys in the squad, now maybe some of you out there projecting the point total and the bottom five might seem a little bit more like okay, that seems realistic. But I highly doubt that those guys are. I mean, so far right now, Couture and Hurdle, um, I mean, they've spent their entire careers in San Jose. And I would love for it to stay that way because one of the biggest, um, and it is what it is because you have to do what's best for the players sometimes and the players got to do what's best for them. But, like, you know, one of the biggest things that I thought was kind of like, you know, just personally as a Sharks fan, right, is, you know, seeing like the likes of like Patrick Marlowe and, you know, all these other uh, players that like essentially spent their like careers with us go – so I know it's for them to get their name on the cup, so I don't want to sound selfish, but I would sure love to see Couture and Tomas Hurdle be raising that cup with the Sharks here in San Jose. Um, so let me get back to uh, Mike Greer here. Um, Mike Greer and um, – hold on really quick. I just got to say this about the captain seat and, and talking about training captains. That's kind of becoming like a league-wide trend, isn't it? Like they're changing the guard. There's multiple teams right now waiting a new captain – uh, to be designated while other teams such as like Tapa are reportedly being okay if Steven Stomkos isn't in the Lightning uniform next season. So maybe the league is just trying to like change its landscape in terms of leadership. I don't know. But um, let's go back to Alexander Barabanov, a pending unrestricted free agent that uh, Mike Greer said that he would, um, that, um, you know, essentially he'd be open to uh, re-signing. Um, I think Duclair is um, – also another guy who's, you know, um, and Barabanov, who he said he would like to see um, extend them, maybe multi-year deals. I mean, these guys are in their late 20s. It kind of makes sense. Um, I'm trying to find a quote here. But um, let's see. Long story short is, uh, you know, Barabanov, he is also putting it out there like that he would love to stay here because, and I quote, my two babies were born here and I like this group here. That's it, but it's a business. So we'll see what happens. Um, but essentially Mike Greer, um, and I'm just paraphrasing here, right? I'm going to move on from the quotes. Um, essentially he was saying like, you know, um, he would love to see some of these veterans, like, you know, be a, you know, we're going to do the quotes, um, you know, have a you know a presence with our prospects in order to, you know, like end that rebuild. So that's the other thing I want to talk about and react to right here really quick. Um, so Mike Greer talked about maybe, you know, how soon can the rebuild end in San Jose, which I thought is intriguing because you remember last year it was like, call it whatever R word you want to rebuild or retool or reset. But now we call, we call it a rebuild. <laughs> it was my bad. Ah, the timing of this, man. Right during training camp. The preseason is this Sunday. Couldn't we talk about this like in November or something after October? You know what I mean? Give us a chance to see what we got to get some of the league's best. Anyways, my bad. Um, so he was asked about the timeline about coming out of the rebuild. And, um, you know, essentially he said it'll depend on, you know, like how soon, how ready our prospects can be. Um and I quote, and as, as I said, I was going to get as I was going to stop. There's a lot of young players that we're really excited about. We don't want to rush them, but when they're ready, I think that's kind of when we'll start looking, hopefully, to turn the page and start pushing this thing forward and becoming a Stanley Cup contender again. End quote. That's Mike Greer. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of the second that, but essentially what you're hearing is like, you know, like the rebuilding. I mean, I don't know how much more there is a rebuild unless of course the goal is to shed some contracts, some more contracts, or, you know, to maybe stock up some more prospects, which I, again, I understand. I really do. But I also, again, I want to say this one more time, you know, the Sharks have what it takes to, I'm not saying they have the squad to have a deep playoff run, but they have the squad to be competitive and maybe make the wild card. They have the chance to make Stanley Cup playoffs now. So I do agree with I do agree with Mike Greer when he says that, you know, when these prospects are ready, we could start making, you know, a push to becoming Stanley Cup contenders again. But I do think that the Sharks aren't far off from being playoff contenders. And I'm going to stick till that until February. All right, come trade deadline. Then come talk to me. All right, my bad. Um, so, yeah, um, training camp is is underway. We kind of went over the schedule in our previous um, episode. And if you want to check out that, you know, um, you can find it on all of our episodes at SharkCityHockey.com. And, um, of course, on our YouTube channel, on our unfiltered uh, podcast playlist, if you're not following us on um, YouTube already, by all means, don't forget to uh, follow, subscribe, and of course, give us a like. That'll be awesome. All right, I want to take a quick breather. I've been talking for a little bit over um, a period and of a regulation period here of hockey, so I'll take a quick breather. And but what I really mean by that is, I'm going to um, take this time to remind everybody <laughs> that. Uh, Shark City Hockey is a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. And Shark City Unfiltered is brought to you by and is sponsored by today. It is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. So here's a quick word from our sponsors of the show. We're back with another week of football. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day in September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort licensed partner golden nugget lake charles 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. All right, we're getting back to the hockey. Thank you to everyone who stood stood by my side while we uh, passed the puck to our uh, sponsors. Um, okay, so, okay, if you, if you missed it, we're going to kind of catch you up. The Sharks training camp has begun. We have some injuries to report. Um... Couture is considered week-to-week. Quinton Musty missed the second uh, day of camp. He's considered um, day-to-day with an upper body injury, so uh, no need to make a graphic of that. He might be back. We might see him in action. Maybe we don't see him for the, you know, the playoffs. Uh, excuse me, playoffs. Whoa, I'm way ahead of myself. Uh, preseason. 
you can see I'm a firm believer that Sharks make it the postseason. Um, we may not see him in the first preseason game this Sunday, but I really hope we do. I really hope we do. Um, some of the things that we'll be looking forward to, which, you know, we could kind of like, you know, guess, but I'll probably take a little bit more time to go into this um, in the next episode. But, you know, we'll start to probably get a better idea of what those um, those power play units going to look like, which is pretty funny because um, – this is uh, per Curtis Michelka on X at Curtis Michelka. He asked David Quinn if um, I believe he was like, what was it? He asked him if he was opening to having five forwards on the uh, power play on the power play unit. So no defenseman. Um, and apparently Quinn said yes. So that would be kind of interesting, right? Because um, you know a lot of people are saying really quick about Eric Carlson. I'm going on a little tangent here. Um, you know, he has a lot of points, right? Yeah, he had a lot of points for the Sharks. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Um, that could be a good way to, you know, to um, to try to uh, – what's the proper word? Not supplement, but to try to make up, I guess, for, you know, having that, you know, quarterback at the power play. You know, essentially, you know, get get more forwards on there. You know, get uh, Eklund, Hurdle, when Couture is ready, Duclair, Hoffman, or whatever, you know, um, combination you see fit. Um, but, yeah, that will be pretty interesting if they go, um, you know, uh, five forwards on a power play. But what I really think that means is that the Sharks are going to have to figure out what that first power play unit is going to be and look like. So that's one of the stories that, you know, uh, will be answered at the end of September or beginning of October. Um, obviously, the new Sharks, we want to know who the defensive line is going to be. I mean, if I'm a defender and I'm hearing that the power play unit is going to go with five forwards, I'm taking exception to that, right? I do want to play a little bit harder. I want to show that I could maybe pinch a little bit more into the zone or, you know, maybe try to set up some more opportunities. Um, I'm just talking cliches here because I'm not a pro level defenseman in NHL, but Hey, if I'm hearing that they're going to exclude not one, but two defensemen on the power play unit first line, I'm going to, you know, step it up. So maybe, you know, those are very strategic words by Quinn. Um, speaking of which the defense, um, he was asked about the identity of the defense. Again, hat tip to Chris Michelle and the Mercury news. Thank you all very much for uh, these articles. If you don't subscribe, do it. I, I subscribe. Mercury news is awesome. Um, he said, quote, they, and this is the coach talking about the defense now, that they have, uh, that they've been really good at, uh, that they're really good. <laughs> it's so funny. And I quote, they have to be really good at what they're good at. <laughs> and there's a whole group of guys that can close up on people, be hard on pucks, and make simple outlet passes, and then the opportunity to join the rush when it presents itself. To me, it sounds like he's saying that we have ourselves like a, a couple of mini Eric Carlson's out there. But in all honesty, I don't want to talk about EK65 or Timo Meyer anymore. It's behind us. The new season begins in less than 48 hours. But I think, you know, he's saying that we have the guys to, like, you know, essentially, you know, take on that workload. All right. But, again, the world's going to try to convince you that the Sharks are going to be bottom feeders this year. I'm not buying it. All right. Let's move along. It's time to, um, you know, conclude the program with the preseason preview. Um, obviously this, um, this year is very special year for exhibition games in Sharks territory because it sounds like Sharks for the first time ever, for the first time ever, it's about time. This is capital of Silicon Valley, but they're going to be streaming all of their home preseason games on sjsharks.com. 
That's right. If you can't get yourself into the game with a breakaway pass that I like shamelessly plugged at the beginning of the, at the top of the hour, and uh, if you can't, you know, if you're not a season ticket holder or if you can't get your, you know, uh, single game day ticket, that's the place to be. SJSharks.com. You can watch the exhibition games from the comfort of your own home or your mobile device or wherever you access, you know, the Sharks webpage. I'm not sure if it's going to be in the SAP Center app. Don't call me on that. But I do know that it will be on the Sharks Audio Network. So um, this Sunday, it all starts against the Vegas Golden Knights, the defending Stanley Cup champions. Oh, can't wait to change it. Can't wait to not say that next season. I hope. <laughs> uh, the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights are going to be in Shark City. They will be at the capital and the heart of Sharks territory at the tank. Five o'clock face-off time on Sunday. It's awesome because, again, Bay Area football fans, I said it last time, you know, there ain't no Bay Area football uh, teams playing that day. So um, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm talking about, you know, there ain't going to be no Niners. The Raiders are gone for all our Raider fans out there. Soon A's. Ooh, is it too soon? Um, moving along. Tuesday against the Anaheim Ducks. Sharks will be hosting the Ducks on Tuesday. So, um, you know, the season's literally going to start rolling. Again, you catch that game at sgsharks.com at 7 o'clock p.m. Um, they'll be on the road against Anaheim. That'll be the one where all of us fans will have to listen to it. Um, and why not? We'd love to listen to Dan Rusinowski and the, and the gang, you know, call the game at any time. Um, and then they'll be back home against L.A. against the um, I'm against the Kings on the 30th, so next Saturday. Uh, again, 7 o'clock face-off time. I was going to go – Deep into like, you know, oh, here's some of our records and here's how we do and here's how we, you know, how we fared against them in the previous seasons and, the, and you know, previous, but it kind of doesn't make sense because these games are exhibitions, right? Um, but one of the games I really want to talk about, which is the coolest, uh, we'll skip along. So we'll be at Vegas. Um, that'll be Tuesday, October 3rd, as we cruise along, get closer to the, uh, you know, opening night here at the Tank, um, October 12th, by the way. Um, and hey, they're doing a free uh, giveaway. I guess there's like a food festival, some type of like foodie event going on, but they're going to be giving out um, aprons, home opening aprons. All right. I'm telling you, they're letting us know that they're going to let the sharks cook on opening night. And we're all going to get aprons. All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> my bad. So um, the one I really want to talk about, which I think is super cool, and this is something that we like covered, like, man. I forgot when, like maybe a few months ago or so, but that is the fact that the Saudi Sharks will be playing in Salt Lake City for the 2023 Frozen Fury. That's Thursday, October 5th, again, in Utah. Um, wow. That's going to be unique. Apparently, this is going to be like some type of like test run for uh, Batman and the league on uh, whether or not the NHL can work in Salt Lake City. Uh, obviously, um, for some of those who remember, they hosted the Olympics there uh, not too long ago. And, um, you know, apparently they're hungry for a team. We'll see. Um, some people were kind of speculating whether or not that would be expansion or Arizona. But it seems like the league is making a commitment to the state of Arizona. And um, I think right now the L.A. Kings and the Arizona are finishing up their global series down under in uh, Melbourne, Australia. So, I don't see why they would showcase them around the world just to move them out of the desert. So we'll see. Um, Salt Lake City might be joining the Pacific Division soon. Maybe they go central. But uh, to give you a test run, it's going to be the Salazar Sharks and the L.A. Kings. So we'll have a chance to beat L.A. in Salt Lake City. 
Um, you know what? This is kind of cool in a way. It's a makeup, in my opinion, because they had that outdoor uh, game with <sighs> so, what was it? It was uh, oh, it was in Lake Tahoe. And they gave it, they didn't even include the sharks. So, you know, it's kind of a makeup, even though the Kraken and the Knights are getting a heritage game, right? Like an outdoor stadium game or something like that, right? This year, ah, show us some love, baby. Bring the stadium series back to Levi's, bring it back to Santa Clara. Let the sharks cook outdoors again, anyways. And that right there is your preseason. So, we're going to cap it off with the Frozen Fury against the LA Kings. Thank you to everybody who's been, um, you know, sticking along top of the program. That's pretty much going to conclude this episode of uh, Shark City Unfiltered. I'm your host, Aaron James. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, if you are watching on Facebook, please like and share. If you are watching on X, please retweet and hit the heart button and, you know, help us grow our show. All right. I am Aaron James signing off for the weekend Maybe getting back together to do Sunday night after the game to talk about the first preseason action here in Sharks territory. There's a strong possibility that's going to go down. Um, but if we get together on weekdays from here on out, we are returning to our regularly scheduled time at 11 p.m. Last word in Sharks territory, the late night show for Sharks fans. That's Shark City Unfiltered. Can't wait to get the fifth anniversary of Shark City Hockey officially rolling this Sunday. So, um, you know, be on the lookout. We'll be at the tank. Members of Shark City Hockey will be at the tank this season. All right, guys. You all have a great, great weekend. Let's go Sharks. <laughs>